0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: I'm Ilia Marchenko.
0: I'm hey. Dennis Kudler. I'm Jesper I'm Henry Laxa. I am Francisco And You are listening to today, the Games Love Podcast. Okay. Novak Djokovic has left Australia after losing his appeal against his visa cancellation. He knew the conditions
1: since uh, a lot of months ago. I was just following the rules. I came in with all the valid papers. the volley! Yeah. It's so good! He's done it! It's the miracle in Melbourne. Novak Djokovic has been granted a visa allowing him to play in next year's Australian Open. Fans who taunt Djokovic are on notice. Do so and you'll be kicked out by security. Carlos Alcaraz is out of the Australian Open. Look at my ranking. It's giving me a lot of confidence, but on the other hand, I know that these are just the numbers. Anybody can win a grass on right now.
0: Who is going to avoid Novak Djokovic? <laughs> in the same quarter as Rafael Nadal. It doesn't get much worse. I'm sorry. Can radul Carhu beat Coco goff in a second round? there Felix Ogielyasim will win the Australian Open. the Igis Swiatek will win. Arena Sabalenka and Taylor britt Yes. You heard it here first. Novak Djokovic, a clear winner for me. So my projected semi-fighting was for the women's. Zheng against Pagula and Garcia against Samsonova. I see Novak Djokovic holding his 10th Australian Open trophy this year. I see Marie Sakari winning her first grand playing title at the Australian Open. The Nicolas Kyrgios steam train is powering his way through to an Australian Open title win. And he's taken out Novak Djokovic on his way.
1: hey welcome back tennis fans it's the final of the australian open it's the women's and we have two big hitters in store for you alina sabalenka from belarus and we have elena libakina from kazakhstan this is going to be one of the biggest hitting women's finals we've seen in years i cannot wait for it and i'm so happy that going through this draw there's been a lot of shocks, but two big, like big, big hitters have got to the end. And they are JG's dark horse and his winner's pick playing each other. I think it's a GTL first. Well done to you, sir.
0: I'm hoping for the final, we have an intro with my pick in there somehow, because I went with the dark horse of the Burkina and I went with my main pick of Sabalenka. They've both made the final. They have both been excellent for the past two weeks. I cannot wait for this final. On paper, I think nothing separates them. The bookies have Sabalenka as a marginal favourite, but I think it's tough to even say that because, for me, it is so close. They are the two best players on tour right now. They're playing some brilliant tennis. I know some people say eager, but Rabakana has just beaten eager. So there's a lot at stake. I can't wait for it. Of course, Elena has already won a slam. Sabalenka hasn't and here are the two of them pitted up against each other in a nice little image
1: yeah I like the look of this one Sabah always looks ferocious in all of the pictures that you see of her online that are taken from her matches that's the one difference between two of these uh, amazing competitors I'd say one of them leaves their heart out there for everybody to see the other one more of an introvert, more quiet, and just gets it done like a, an assassin on the court. I think this is a really, really interesting matchup based upon those two factors. Like when Sabalenka is playing well, she plays up to the crowd, she gets everybody going. Whereas Rebakina, she just goes about her business. And I think that's it's like a, one of those people, it's the quiet ones you want to watch, they always say.
0: Yeah, certainly. And Rebecca, as a quiet one, you certainly need to watch because she won Wimbledon last year and she's not been spoken about near enough, n- near, t- near at all, really. Like hardly spoken about. She should be in the same conversation as some of the top players in the women's game right now. Rightfully so. She's inside the top 10. And I think it's a matter of time until she pushes on and becomes sort of a top five player and a staple part of the women's game. I just want to give a shout out to everyone who's joined us for this one. Thank you for the congratulations because, yes, we did. We hit a massive landmark. And of course, it is 50,000. Woo! Come on. Yeah, honestly, I never thought it would be possible when we started in that little room at work. (laughs) But here we are talking about the Australian Open final. To 30 people right now with 50,000 subscribers. I mean, what a journey it's been. There's been a lot of ups, there's been a lot of downs, but here we are. And the next step and the big landmark, I guess, is 100k. Yes.
1: And it is sort of three years to the day. I mean, our first real tournament we spoke about when we started it off was That's the true, Australian yeah. Open. And now, three years later, here we are, 50,000 subscribers better. And with a lot better setup and with some amazing people who have joined our community over the course of the three years, some from the start, some over the past year, some just from the Djokovic saga, but (laughs) in Australia last year. But it's great to have all of you in, all of our members, all of our Patreon members as well. It means the world to us that you are supporting us and we will continue to bring you the best content, surely, in the tennis world on YouTube.
0: Yeah, we've got Gene saying ice versus fire. That's a good way of looking at it. What I want to start with is their routes to get to the final. And I think it's important to note, with Sabalenka, she has been in exceptional form even before. Uh, I don't know if you want to bring up the graphic.
1: Yeah. Is it this one? Yeah, here we
0: go. So the road to the final. I want to start with Sabalenka. Before we get into these matches, let's talk about the ones before. Because... She has now become the third woman in the 21st century to start a season with 10 plus wins after Anna Smashnova in 2002 and Radwanska in 2013. So not many ladies can do it. Not even Egan, not even Serena, not even Sharapova, Azarenka, Wozniaki, Halop, None of these names. But Sabalenka is in, is in the discussion for someone who started the season better than anyone else. So that is such a difficult thing to do. You've got all of the Christmas festivities, all of the time away from playing tennis. You then come back on a court and she's not lost. And if she wins this final, it is the perfect start. And the craziest thing about her route through, let's go through it now Martin Sova, Rogers, Mertens, Benchich, Vekic, and Lynette, is all of them have been very convincing, not yes. dropped a set.
1: Well, she hasn't dropped a set all year. That is the the key as well. This winning run is not only a winning run of matches, it's a straight sets winning run. She hasn't dropped a set this year. And that goes sort of in line with what we were saying about Eager last year. That's the same sort of form that we're seeing. And we gave Eager the praise for her doing it. So let's give Sabah her due as well. I think she's such a nice personality. She deserves to be applauded when she's doing well. Everybody jumps on her back when she's not doing well. So, well, those same people now applaud her when she's actually playing really good tennis. And I couldn't be happier for her. She is a personality that I hope that they really push hard on the WTA because if she gets to the top of the game like she is at the moment and does this the whole year round, it's great for women's tennis. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, moving on to Rybakina. I want to start here by talking about her aces because at Wimbledon, she was the leading acer. Here, she's the leading acer. I think the whole of the WTA tour last year, she had the most aces. And we've spoken about how hard Sabalenka can hit the ball. In terms of actual serve, I, I believe Sabalenka hits it harder. Yeah. But I don't know.
1: <laughs> These names are going to be
0: difficult. <laughs> Come on, Rebakana. <laughs> finds more aces and she's a little bit more accurate you'd have to say it's definitely an effective serve on her route she has beaten Cochoretto, Yuvan, Collins, Iga, Ostapenko and Azarenka so is well it's for me definitely a lot of a is a lot more of a challenging route than Sabalenka's
1: yes uh, i think so i think even that um The semi-final, she made it look easier than it was. It wasn't as straightforward as the straight set suggested either because it was back and forth breaks. Um, She showed a little bit of vulnerability, but she showed that she can just bite down on the mouthpiece and just get a set done when you're not playing uh, your best tennis. And I think that that was key. She was playing a two-time Australian Open champion in Azarenka. Ostapenko. I thought that was even more impressive. She beat her without even going close to a tiebreak, 2 and 4, and obviously she beat eager along the way. We can't forget about her, can we? And eager even when she doesn't play her best normally wipes the court with everybody. So she's she's a force to be reckoned with. Oh, we can't forget Collins, last year's finalist as well. No one would have wanted yeah. to play her. She it's a ridiculous apartment. route. Yeah. It's,
0: three, it's three Grand Slam champions the last three matches. And Collins the finalist here in Australia. So, yes, yeah, tough, really tough. And in terms of the aces, it's 44 for the tournament already with one match to go. Incredible. Yeah, I
1: mean, really, really. I think she had similar numbers at Wimbledon as well when she won that. It was uh, around the similar amount, about 40 to 50, I think, that she yep. achieved there. And it was nine aces in the last match against Azarenka impressive um one thing that we probably should speak about i know that we're speaking about serves this is a battle of the big hitters the big servers sabba has been looking a lot better on her serve until the the last match was a was it a little bit uh more faltering i can't remember i think she got no it was the vekic match sorry last match she actually did a lot better she got only two double faults so she's it proved that the vekic one she wasn't the old sabba back and she isn't just the double faulting Sabba anymore. She she can just pull it together and she did it. Well done to her. That shows
0: real growth as a tennis player. Yeah, moving on to the next tweet. Sure. Right. So this one is about Elena Ribekina. And it is she's the first player to defeat three former Grand Slam champions Iga, Ostapenko and Azarenka in a single edition of the Australian Open since Jennifer Capriati in 2001
1: And she defeated Hingis Davenport-Seles Anyone else in there? What do you mean? <laughs> who is the famous person who lost to Jennifer Capriati in Australian Open qualifying? Gail Falkenberg. I bet she Uh, was probably in that list as well. Good old Gail. Um, That's what I ever think. When I see Jennifer Capriati, I always think Gail Falkenberg now. Yeah, I want to get that out
0: of my head as well. Thanks for bringing it in there.
1: No problem. I think that she, from what you said, I mean, we sort of spoke about when we were going through her her run and all the players she played. The fact that she's done this now after already becoming a Grand Slam champion, I think that the first one is toughest to get over the line. The second one, she's not only doing it, she's doing it in style now. She's she's beaten all of those people who were the Slam champions in straight sets.
0: It's not the only one she went, it's a three with, is Collins. Yeah, eager in straights is amazing. Um, and I have just been blown away by her. She's just proven that she's not a one-hit wonder and someone who's going to get one Slam and we'll never see her again. She's going to be a mainstayer on the Tour. And I even put a tweet out the other day. I think she is going to be the biggest threat to Eager this season.
1: Yeah, I think both of these ladies in this final could be massive threats to each other and to Eager. This is what the Tour sort of needed last year, but we didn't really get anybody to challenge Eager. Now there are two very big hitting competitors. Makes it exciting because Eager obviously has lost to Sabalenka twice in the tour finals twice. So it proves that that is her Achilles heel, really, playing against other big hitters. So we'll have to see how she gets on now. She's lost to Rybakina. She lost to her in the juniors as well, That she was saying. She was a bit uh, reminiscent of that going into that match. So they may have her number a little bit, but it'll be competitive. That's the main thing when we get these uh, ladies playing now, and we won't just have people wiping the court with each other it will be a, a real 50-50 going into each of those
0: big hitting matchups. Yeah. So moving on. This one's for Sabalenka and it's a quote after the match that I decided to stop working with a psychologist. I realized that nobody than me will help, you know, hoping that someone will fix my problem. It's not fixing it. I have to take this responsibility. I'm not working with a psychologist anymore. I am my own psychologist. So that is her referring to all of the mental issues she's had in the game i believe uh, most of the serve 90% of the issue with her serve has been uh, mental without that problem she is just such a threat and she's one of the best players in the world she has taken she's not dealing with any psychologist she's just trying to help herself and i think that is very important in today's society
1: most definitely it's the one thing that all the tennis players try their best to overcome, which is the the mental side of the game. You, you don't get to see many people conquer it as well as we've seen on the men's side with the likes of obviously Roger, Rafa, Novak. We've had some on the women's, obviously Serena as well. You, you can go back like obviously Martina, Navratilova, all those type of big players. They don't come round very often and that's because it's so hard to get that side of your game right. There's lots of like one time Grand Slam champions because some people can get it right for two weeks. But I don't think she is going to be a, a, a one time Grand Slam champion. Should she win this, I think that Sabalenka will win a few Grand Slams in her career for sure. She's still young. You got to remember this.
0: She's only 24 years old. Yeah. And, and another thing, with her mind all over the place the last few years, she's still not exactly dropped off. She's inside the top 10, she's fifth in the world. And last season the season before wasn't her best, so it just goes to show that that is her natural ability alone getting her to that level. Because her mind's not not been not been right. If she can get everything else focused and confident in big moments, don't bottle big occasions, and have a bit become a bit of a mentality monster, she's gonna absolutely smash the tour. She could yeah. go on and win all the slams.
1: It's scary because she yeah. is good. Uh, on all the surfaces as well, she's she's not clay wasn't
0: and, so good, but she didn't do too bad last year.
1: Well, remember when she was meeting Barty in all those uh yeah. clay court finals and the they were having their own little uh series of clay court matchups, and that was before Eager really she sort of took it all over and destroyed everybody. But Sabah can be a threat, I'm not sure about Rebakina her on the clay, but I'll have to uh. Have to look, do a little bit more delving, but sure, when we get to the clay court season, we'll be doing a lot more of that. So moving yeah. to the next. So That's
0: this one. is Sabalenka's path into the final. 414 points won, 196 winners, 47.34% of all of her points from Sabalenka were direct winners. This is insane. <laughs> I, I had to include it. Shout out to Alex for this bit of analysis because it is crazy. Crazy. Um, I don't think it's it's a difficult stat because we don't have much to compare against. Yeah, and I'd have to just use my common sense with it. And I don't think anyone's ever been that high. Almost fifty percent of her points won being winners. Surely that's unheard of. This has got to be a first, right?
1: I, it sounds. I don't ridiculous. think Djokovic does this. I would love to see the stats. This is one now that I hope we can get like a regular stat of that. That would be brilliant. I want to
0: see Djokovic's one for this tournament. So if anyone does have it, feel free to tag it in the live chat uh, because it would fascinate me. But if I had to hazard a guess, it's nowhere near 50%. That is insane. Winners. Yeah, winners. You've got to take that into account. Like
1: Djokovic gets a lot of his points by outworking his opponent. They make an error at the end. or He does hit a fair few winners, but a lot of it is just unforced. yeah he forces the opponent into into arrows. an unforced <laughs> yeah well they forced unforced but he gets a lot of cheap points from serve and stuff like that do you, uh, is the serve counted in this winners well aces are
0: yeah if it's okay. an ace that's a winner yeah so overhead smash is a winner
1: forehand down the line <laughs> let's go through all of them no, that's...
0: <laughs> anyway let's move to the
1: next one here and this one well, another. This crazy. is my favorite. This is yes. actually
0: my favorite tweet of the whole section, and it is from one of my favorites, Bastian Facken, saying, "I'm not sure if you know, but your average speed on your forehand is up there with some of the men, and what she does is just flexes her bicep and gives it a kiss."
1: I was saying to you before, I've been noticing this in uh, Rybakina's matches and Sabalenka as well, but it's only on certain shots for Rybakina when you see winner speed and then i've been watching the men's matches they're nearly the same speed the winner's are like 150 kilometers an hour winner speed
0: that's fast and I that just a goes... question listen if sabba was on the men's tour could she be a top 100 player makes you think doesn't it yeah because
1: she can hit as hard as them guys but you'd have to think what's her return of serve like against male tennis that players pace, yeah yeah that's the that's the key thing she can definitely rally that's for sure Right, next one. And this one's an interesting one as well from Jose Morgado. We'll cut his name off there. Saying so how the WTA top seven will look on Monday. Eager number one.
0: So I was reading this. <laughs> I loved it when I read it, Kissed Their Biceps. Go on, you little badass. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's
1: got firepower in that thing, kissing the guns. to <laughs> so
0: distract you, but that was funny.
1: Made me laugh. We've got eager at will be still at number one. She's got so many points. Uh, Sabah, two, Jabur three, Pagula four, Garcia five, Goff six, Sarkali, seven, Rebakina number eight with the title. Number uh, number, number ten. Number ten without the
0: title. Without the title. Yeah, I was
1: going to say <laughs> with and with. No, she's, at, she's a title.
0: top ten player regardless.
1: She should be even higher. Those Wimbledon points. She would have been close to the top ten had
0: she. Had uh, had those points. So she would have been well within that top ten. Definitely, yeah. So it's a shame. We'll see how she does at Wimbledon, of course, she's not defending any points. So yeah. She could do some real damage. Exactly right. And <laughs> there's
1: another Bastion Facken is really doing it well today with these funny ones. Uh the AO tennis balls after Rybakina <laughs> and Sabalenka face off in
0: the final. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they probably didn't start too far away from this. They've not been good balls. Everyone's complained about them. I just hope. I mean, one thing I would say is the balls haven't been great and everyone's complained how difficult it is to hit winners. But yet, Sabalenka's hit (laughs) half of her points as well on winners. Um, It just goes to show, if they were a different style of ball where it was easier to hit winners through, would she be up with like 80%? Maybe. (laughs) Would she have just been beating everyone? Six love, six love
1: well she's not dropped a set with these ones so possibly who knows i mean that i mean if we get to see one ball that ends up like that in the final i would actually crease but (laughs) i wouldn't doubt it do not put it past these two women and we've got last up and this i thought this one was nice when you sent it over always like to see it's the same guy again. He's doing That's it all. Oh, he's doing it. <laughs> it's got the lot. It's back, man. Uh, this is it's his podcast now. He's saying Rebecca reaching winning a Grand Slam final. Rebecca holding a dog. Oh, and then we just play this video because it is quite sweet.
0: I mean, you have to if you see a dog, you have to just show it. And I'm a big yeah. fan of dogs. Yeah. And I just thought it was cute. seeing Rebecca with a, with a cool dog yeah it's a very sweet dog do you want her to win now ben after seeing that what i want to know is does this tweet influence your decision steals a bit of my heart a little bit (laughs) because we've gone through all of these tweets and the purpose of all of them is to help you come to your decision for your prediction does this one have a big influence on your prediction then
1: I think it does. Just seeing her smiling <laughs> and just like being this is what she's like. you got to remember the, the the stone, like the ice queen on the court, like Jean's sort of referring to her as. This is the one, the warm hearted Yelena off court. And you have to see both sides to see what the, what's actually going on with that personality, of that player. But this maybe will be the next part which will help you decide, which will be the head to head. I think let's go, no, to go that back one. to
0: the dog. Go back to the dog. <laughs> okay, uh, he's going to She's <laughs> gonna win it all. Winning
1: every slam this year. Bring the dog along with yeah, you. Maybe just for
0: the record, Lamberto, thanks for clearing that up. It is Darius Saville's dog, Tofu. Oh, it's a very saw cute Saville dog. A comment as well on Twitter.
1: That's very, very sweet. Maybe uh, if the dog gets on the court, we'll end up with that. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Um, but let's move to the head-to-head. Boo. I know you'd rather have Four the dog and on Ben the... Boo! What I might do is <laughs> just replace <laughs> replace me with the dog, and then we just you and the dog on the stream. So okay. this makes for interesting reading. Very interesting because the first three times they played, Sabalenka won. And the last time they played, the in a won. It wasn't, it was in the tennis of the World Tennis League. But notice something here.
0: They always go to three sets. Always. And I've got something even crazier for it. So I've prepared even... I've gone a step further Whoa. than you, Ben. So listen to this. So <laughs> Sabalenka leads Free Love. You can't count that exhibition. All it's right. not an official match. All right. So Sabalenka's never lost in a proper match against uh, Rybakina. The next one is every match followed a similar script. The Belarusian would win the first set. She would then lose the second and would drop only three games at most in the decider to claim victory. So she always wins the first, she always loses the second, and she doesn't lose more than three games in the third set. That's interesting, isn't it? And it follows that every match they play, it follows the same path. Are we going to see the same path yet again?
1: written in the stars and what <laughs> happened in the world tour league one well, that's, yeah that, bring oh, that up really, I'm fascinated. That, one, that one's a really strange result um it was six love to sabalenka in the first set six one to Rebecca in the second set and then ten six in the
0: tie break yeah you can't count it but it just goes to show them two it still follows the same theme like sabal yeah. wins the first set the out. only weird thing, and that third set wasn't a proper set. It was I mean, it was a 10-minute super tiebreaker. Let's not count it at all. The top and bottom of it is Sabalenka, put all your money on it, will win the first set in the final. Get, get the graphic up, Ben, because I'm doing my prediction right now. We've seen the stats. We've gone through everything. We've seen Lubakina's dog. I know exactly what's going to be happening here. With Sabalenka, she always wins the first set. I think she's going to win the first set again. Ribakina always wins the second set. She's going to win the second set. So there we go. I've done my two set predictions. It's going to be one all. We're going to go to three. Who's going to win the third? I'm going to have to go with what I predicted pre-tournament, and that was Arina Sabalenka. I think she gets the job done. I think she wins her first Grand Slam. Rybakina's already got one. She's going to win plenty more. I think this is Sabalenka's moment, and I'm going to have her Winning the third six-three.
1: Well keep the run going. Well, the six-three in the third. It was written in the stars for JG pre-tournament. Covey has Sabalenka as well. But you're not taking one thing into consideration when making your selection. That all the times that Sabalenka defeated Yelena Rybakina, she was not a Grand Slam champion. She is now a Grand Slam champion and she's coming to play. She's been there before. She's won a Grand Slam. And guess what? Sabalenka isn't going to be able to stop a win in number two because it's going to go to three, but Rybakina is going to win it and it's going to be in a super tie break in the third
0: set. Dun, dun, dun. So doo, there we go. Doo, That's our prediction. Doo, doo, Me doo, doo, and Ben doo. going <laughs> head to head. It's going to be a great final. I genuinely believe it is 50 50, though. I think it's going to be so close, so tight. Yeah. It is the most competitive final out of, if you compare it to the men's one. I think Djokovic is such a big favourite in that. And Gary's in saying it's on Sabah's racket. I'm not sure if it is. I'm not sure if it is, Gary. I think Ribakana. Has the, has the level and ability to put it on her racket. I really believe that as well. It's exciting, though. I cannot wait. I, I think uh, it's going to go down to how they handle the occasion. And that is what I worry about with Sabalenka because yeah. Riba Kina will be able to handle it.
1: She's proven she can. And Saba is yet to prove that she can in a Grand Slam final. That's the one difference between these two ladies. And that's why I'm going for my year-end number two,
0: Yelena Rebakina. Okay, fair enough. We've got the ghost in saying, here's what I heard in Ben's analysis. <laughs> I just <laughs> really like puppies.
1: <laughs> I do. That's what he heard.
0: <laughs> I cannot deny it. I really do. But anyway, let's wrap it up there. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this Australian Open Women's Final Prediction video. Make sure if you haven't already, hit the like button. Subscribe if you're new. We're going to have to get a new target up there, Ben, because the next target's 100K. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for helping us get to 50. What a journey it's been. we go let's wrap it up there and we'll see you later on today for our men's final prediction video you don't want to miss it i'm going to be going big i'm going to be going bold and i can't wait see See you then. then Podcast Network.